Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Buzzers, we are so excited to have you here with us at AfterBuzz TV for Arrow's After Show Season 5, Episode 19. That's a lot of fingers, and it's called Dangerous Liaisons. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. party with us because it is ladies night here at the arrow after show i am your host ali kona bradford so excited to be back from the break and of course you can join the conversation we love talking to you all you have to do is join hashtag abtv arrow and also be sure to follow me at boys and beauty 01 but in the meantime let's get to know all the ladies on the panel hey guys i'm lucretia lines you can always find me at l-a-c-r-e-t-i-a-l-y-o-n anywhere on the internet since there is only one Hi, all my buddies. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me all over the social medias at Kiaxe. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the Twitter hashtag, ABTV Arrow. We have the YouTube live chat at our fingers. If you have something fun to say, if you have any questions or comments, or if you know the name of the band, good for you. Uh, yeah, throw out the hashtag, throw out the live chat. You may well get a shout-out. I can always go for some disco. Come on. Let's just take a moment and enjoy the fact that there are no boys here. Hey. <laughs> Okay, the boys. I, you know, right? You know, I'm sure everyone's probably oh. tired of uh, uh, our dancing. If you're not already dancing, well, what's too bad? <laughs> you know what? I hope you guys are just on the other side of the computer lens, just getting it on. Hey. Okay, so let's actually talk about Arrow since that is what we are here to talk about. And it was definitely a lot of lady action going on in tonight's episode. Not the action I would expect. And there were so many instances where I was very angry at some of the ladies, but that's okay. That's what makes an excellent show. So, which lady do we want to talk about first? Ladies, do we want to talk about Lila, or do we want to get into Felicity? I feel like we should hit Felicity first, because she's really the through line for this episode. Okay, let's do it. So, I'm expecting that a lot of you guys are going to be saying a lot of things in our hashtag, which is awesome. We'll be sure to take a look, and if I could also have our engineer throw that up. Perfect. But in the meantime, so... I don't even know where to start with Felicity, to be honest with you, because I was completely irritated with her, and I understand that she has her own perspective, and I think I'm a little biased because I'm such an Oliver fan that he can do no wrong, even when he is doing wrong. So He makes the worst decisions. He does, <laughs> but if you made a little bar graph of terrible decisions, his would be the highest. I just By feel like far. Felicity is so disillusioned and manipulative, or excuse me, manipulated by this group, and I don't know if she's just seeking to have a home with people that understand her, but I feel like Elena, Elena or Elena, is for sure, like, it's so in your face, the fact that she's manipulating her, because every single time throughout this season that she wants something from Felicity, it's like, ooh, I'll give you this, if you give me that. I'm like, why do we, why are we bartering? After a while, friends don't barter, so what's going on? Aren't they friends? 
In Felicity's mind, I'm sure she thinks that they are. I think she kind of figured out from the get-go that they're not friends. It's a cult. Yeah, <laughs> she's she knows what she's getting into, but she's also in very much an ends-justify-the-means sort of mindset. And I... This episode did some really interesting thing with morality and legality and the debates for both in that it's very, very hard to sit down and be like, well, this person is unequivocally wrong or they're unequivocally right and here's why. Everyone's got a good point. Everyone's got a good in-character reason for believing what they do and standing behind those beliefs. And it's fascinating to watch and it's frustrating to watch because you really just want them all to take down Adrian, but... We have to deal with this first. Right. And I'm just intrigued by all of it. I think what drove me the craziest was, you didn't back my play. Why didn't you back mm-hmm. my play? Well, just because you support someone when they make a dumb decision doesn't mean they have to do the same to you. And you were trying to be the backbone of the team at the time, so now Oliver's trying to pick up the slack and you're not having any of it. So that's that's false equivalence there. What I really liked about this episode is the table sort of turn with Lila and Felicity. They're usually the the reasonable sounding board, you know, and Dig has been in that position as well, kind of flipped the tables. So everybody in the show has had these conversations with each other at some point, and it's nice to see sort of different characters play different pieces for once. And while I may not agree with their decisions, I thought it was good character growth for both Lila and Felicity. Yeah. Really quick, I, uh, looking at the chat room, Stormy Chase had said something. I think Felicity, and I'm sorry, some of your thing is cut off. Oh, it just disappeared. I think oh, Felicity's I in a lot of pain, oh, and she him. wants to take out Chase. He's a threat to everyone she cares about. Agreed, but at the same time, when you're doing something and you have an entire team that says, mm, probably not a good idea, that's when you go, okay, maybe I should rethink this. Not, Oh, I'm just going to go over here and do it anyway. Which, P.S., I know you guys are going to have something great to say in response, but I just have to point out the fact, did anybody else think... And some people are probably going to think I'm a twit, but whatever. <laughs> um, did anybody else see the team of Helix and go, Jabberwockies? Why are oh, they yeah. wearing <laughs> you Are know, you going to start doing one of these for me? I That's didn't I think that then, but now that you pointed it out, I'm like, oh, son of... I was just like, it's off-brand anonymous <laughs> is right. where I went. It's oh. like, okay, Hacker Collective, but the V mask is copyrighted. It's Yeah, at this point so it this is strictly... off-brand anonymous. yeah. Anyhow. They were Jabberwockies. I'm with you. I know. Um, (laughs) CasketFan1 in the chat says, I think Oliver just doesn't want Felicity to go down the path she is and end up like him. I think that's exactly what's happening. I think Oliver's had enough distance from the dumb stuff he did over the course of five years to go, you you have pattern recognition, right? You're seeing that the shoe's on the other foot for both of us, and you're doing the same thing, Right? But at the same time, where exactly is all that passion and desire from Felicity coming from? Because you saw her have the conversation with Oliver when he came to the apartment, and he basically had said to her, you know, you don't have to bear the burdens that I created, and she was so stubborn and got to a point where she was like, okay, well, you're going to have to go through me first. All right, cool. How passionate are you about getting chased? Because we talked about this in other episodes. We didn't really see your relationship develop that much with, gosh, I already forgot. Billy. Thank you. For you to be this upset, it'd be different if it was Oliver that had gotten murdered and she's now seeking vengeance. But for this dude that she dated for maybe, maybe three months, I don't know. I get that it's wrong. But to go on this whole thing about it, I feel like it's also... 
not just some dealing way of dealing with it, but also maybe just her trying to find her own identity away from the team. But at the same time, it almost feels like every time Oliver is counterfighting her, it's just a way for her to rebel against him and just do something that he doesn't like her to do, just because. Well, and I think the thing is, is a lot of it is assumed that it's all about Billy. But, uh, too, when you think about this whole year that Felicity has been through. Like, you know, she was paralyzed by Damien Dark, and then you had, you know, she broke up with Oliver finding out he had a son, and he lied to her, and all this, and then, you know, Billy, and then he dies. So I think it's a combination of things that has led her down this path. I don't think it was just Billy dying, because yeah, as we say, that issue, especially even though Oliver did it on accident, as traumatic as that is, I don't think that was all of it. I think it's just a combination of things where she just feels like there is no hope in, with this team, and this is her way of dealing with it and kind of going out on her own. Yeah, yeah Billy getting horribly murdered was pretty much the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, the Stormy Woods just said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this whole team has been through a lot. The newer people, a little less so right. in some ways, mm-hmm. but everyone's been through a lot of terrible stuff and we're starting to see breaking points in what we've seen Oliver break over and over and over again because he's the main character and that's what happens but we're starting to see breaking points in some of our other characters and I think we're finally hitting that with Felicity where she is just 8,000% done with everything that's happened and she's falling in with this organization where, well, they can provide the means to finally take him down. Like, we can finally get this person. We couldn't get Damien Dark until after a minor nuclear apocalypse and the death of one of our closest friends. We couldn't get, like, there's always yeah, bodies I mean, piling up before they manage to get the final villain. Right. And that's good TV. But good TV makes for some terrible living. Right. Well, what really got me, too, was when they were at the point, uh, well, several decisions that she made. Obviously, she overrode the team's decision to give away that key to Helix, but also, too, when they finally do the break-in, which Katie was so pleasant to uh, point out the fact that Felicity had on some four-inch heels when she was going to be <laughs> was the badass. dumbest thing. I have an off-the-shoulder jumpsuit, and I have four-inch heel With the purple lipstick. The purple lipstick it's I don't cute, mind. but... I don't mind the purple lipstick because it's not going to get in your way. Four-inch <laughs> he, four heeled boots in a combat zone when you are going to need to be moving at high speeds. I don't care if you're Bryce Dallas Howard and you're running in heels. <laughs> it's still stupid. Well, It is pants on head stupid. It, and she's been with this team long enough to know that. It was her first time out as vigilante. She wanted to look hot. And boy, did Emily Bett Records look hot in this episode. Since oh, there's yeah. no guys here, I guess oh. I'll just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. You don't have to have a guy yeah. to say that. Let's be completely yeah. but no you can look hot and still be practical she could have ended those in Hello, straight Laura up steel Croft, tomb raider yeah Bam. she had tennis shoes always yeah and she could have ended those in work boots steel-toed boots doc martin don't care still would have looked amazing but it's like we didn't need the off-the-shoulder thing because you put a harness on over that and it chafes <clears throat> and we really <laughs> did not need the high-heeled boots just Ugh. Yeah, I like Barbie's first co-op mission. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Ivan Soto asked, "Did Felicity shop at Hot Topic beforehand?" Right. And then I love um, JJ Bell says, "I wish you would have worn that outfit from Doom World." Which, uh, if you guys don't watch Legends of Tomorrow, there was a, a Legion of Doom altered reality. They had a Doom World, and Felicity was like the last hero left and was actually in the field. <laughs> yeah. I would say, uh, Cassidy yeah. Fan also said, I was so confused why she didn't wear her Converse. Mm-hmm. And then 100, 101, we're not going to say the we're whole thing. We're just calling them A10. There mm-hmm. you go. Says overconfidence, maybe. 
I said that yesterday yeah. on Iron Fist, guys. I, you just say their whole username. It's one zero zero one zero zero one. No, they are a ten. They told me to stop. We um, only have yeah. thirty two minutes left in this yeah. show. They are a ten. Well, anyway, getting back to actually my original point was when they finally did go head to head. You have Team Arrow, then you have Team Helix with Felicity on Team Helix, which is apparently now the winning team at the moment. And the fact that they had that one face off, and to me, and look, this is me not putting myself in Felicity's shoes because again, I'm guilty of always being team Oliver even when he's stupid but when <laughs> he's they, still pretty yeah <laughs> a lot of the time let's be real so well, I mean at least he wasn't shirtless then I would have been all the way yeah, whatever you want well you'll have to stop me <laughs> okay team rocket shirt right right but anyway the point is when they came face to face and she threw up that laser grid thank you um, the fact that she did that and she's like, sorry, Curtis will let you out. Here you go. I really am sorry. B, no, you're not sorry. You're clearly not sorry because you're willfully choosing to stop him like that and step in front of a bullet and be like, don't shoot. Girl, you don't even know who's under the hood. Who is Caden? And is that really Caden? Because it could be somebody else. Hello, Slade Wilson's supposed to come back. Hmm. Oh, yeah. that's a point. I'm just saying. But we also you're need helping. to go airless yeah. Slade Wilson off the island. But still, the point is, is you are helping this team who you don't know very well. And even though you disagree with Team Arrow, I'd like to think that you know each individual well enough to know what their morals are versus these people. And then you're rescuing a guy that you never met before under the pretense that, yeah, he's not being kept there illegally. But still, at the same time, you don't know who this guy is. You don't know what he's capable of. And if someone is willing to go that far to keep him that like locked up in whatever container that was maybe he's bad why are you helping and i feel like that that's another discussion that needs to be had because we are civilians we as a panel are civilians and so we don't have a lot of the knowledge that a lot of fbi and cia operatives and whatnot would have we know that black sites exist that's kind of common knowledge at this point but we haven't been on the other side of the desk, as it were. And I'm I'm a military brat, and my dad was in the military for 27 years before he retired, and he did a lot of work on satellites and missiles. And mm. so I've heard things that I'm not allowed to repeat because they are his personal stories, but there is a lot that you don't get when you're not in that situation. So on one hand, I can understand Diggle saying, no, this is illegal, no, this is wrong, And I can also very much understand Lila saying, you don't know what it's like. You don't understand what it's like to have these responsibilities because she does have confidential information and it's likely confidential for a reason. But at the same time, okay, husband, who is former military, Mm -hmm. if you don't understand for the sake of our relationship, let me help you understand. And maybe I can't tell you everything, but let me help you understand instead of you just accidentally finding out that, oh, by the way, I have this guy kept up and, you know, it's for the better of the world. Because Diggle made a good point as far as, well, what about justice? Regardless if this guy is whatever he is, he has potential, maybe he has or has not done anything yet. Well, and Argus has kind of become our, um, wow, stand-in. I completely, I had the word ten seconds ago and I completely lost it. Our stand-in for actual Mm. government agencies. Our analog. There we go. That's the word. And so we can talk about black cells and people being held without charges for a long time and whatnot and couch it in this fictional discussion when this is actually very much addressing real-world issues. Because, again, we know that these black cells exist for Mm -hmm. FBI and CIA and we know people are held in them. Right. But we just kind of vaguely know that. 
Right. And we can sit here and go, it's wrong, but we also don't know who and how and why. Right. Yeah, and I really love the Diggles relationship, and I thought that this was good drama for them because we haven't really seen them together a lot this season. And it was really interesting because I like that Dig was able to point out that she was becoming Amanda Waller. But at the same time, I also see Lila's point of like, you you don't know how hard this job is. You don't know about protecting this whole thing. You protect Star City, which is this little bit. And yes, you were in the military and stuff like that. But the world has changed. And I like that that was brought up because it's like, right. I really don't know which one's right. But at the same time, well, you know, and yeah. that's a great argument because I don't want to yeah. be such a jerk and not try to see things from Lila's perspective but at the same time going back to you don't understand you don't understand okay well explain to me well but also if you're military you understand the idea of security levels and clearance and classified information yeah well yeah I guess yeah and him hanging around with a bunch of costume characters you know that may be her thing about I don't know if I can tell you everything right (laughs) especially Mm -hmm. since one of your known associates is now associating with a hacker conglomerate right that has been moving DOD satellites well and at the same time too I really wish Felicity would have stopped and did her homework after all she is a hacker and I get that Helix is so advanced but if Amanda Waller seems to know all this information about who they are enough to capture this Caden individual then there's gotta be something out there that Felicity could have looked up or found or something before she got that involved too not necessarily we did have the oh I've never heard of this guy well you wouldn't have he's just that good if you're a hacker conglomerate you know how to cover your tracks okay I and can there's, see that. And they're a conglomerate, and she is one person. And we've seen the limitations of that time and time again in this in this season. Mm-hmm. Well, let's actually talk about the fact that, okay, so they cut ties with Felicity, which I wasn't surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad she's not dead. Yeah. Yeah, that too. But when she took whatever chip it was, biometric chip, like, yeah, but you don't really know what's in that. Unless you have a computer directly in front of you, and the second she took it home with her and plugged it into her computer, I went, um, so you just plugged an unknown device into your computer that could have some sort of virus, a tracking device on it. Into the setup in the Arrow Cave. Like, are yeah. we, and this is not the first time that she's done it. She keeps bringing Helix stuff into the Arrow Cave and plugging it in like, stop! Yeah. Stop! Yeah, and that was sort of the thing, is I didn't really understand why she was so trusting, but at the same time... You think about what all she's been through, and these people sort of gave her, you know, the answers in a way, and it just shows how even the smartest people can sort of get swept away in, like, cult-like behavior. Because, yeah, that was a total dumbass move. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I really think that Helix is more behind this this hack. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they're connected to Chase and they're working together, and somehow Chase gave them information on Felicity, so they turned around and they're like, hey... Let's just get her whatever she can and squeeze her onto our side so we can learn different things that she can do that we can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I'm I really do think that's a good theory, especially just given the very first scene of this episode with chasing it chasing chase. To, that's a TV show for you. Next um, on Lifetime. Starring star me, chasing Adrian Chase. Chasing <laughs> Chase. Down to this arcade, and I can understand the trip wires and the bombs, like all the very physical stuff set up because we know he's a good trap person. Yeah. Freaking reprogramming a retro game to specifically have all of the... just mm. God, reprogramming the game with the gun and reprogramming that last game to show like his face and the throwing star and game over and I'm just like 
that takes more time than you would have bothered to spend. Like, we didn't know this skill if... Wow. If Chase has this skill set, it has not been established at all. And we are in episode 19. Yeah. Well, so he's just more awesome by the day. No, but I do think that he no, likes this, his working this with him at this you. point. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. I yeah. do think yeah. that, but he is adorable. Because, but, by the way, he can do the thing. Is like, no, even for Arrow, that's tipping my bullshit meter. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even the fact that... Okay, this is what gets me about Felicity. And I'm going to shut up about my rant on her in just a second because y'all know I love her. But... When the whole elevator situation happened, and Elena, although someone said Elena, 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 okay. Elena, whatever. When that girl that I don't mm. like, <laughs> that bitch, yeah, that heifer, <laughs> when she had the hood on and she went in there, and poor dude got banged up and down in the elevator. She's like, oh, I didn't know. Whoops, you know, different gauge, this, that, and the third. I'm sorry, you uh, you committed a murder. Well, it was an accident, so that's okay. Yeah. Nine G's up, and then a free fall for 40 mm-hmm. stories is not an accident. Well, that's first of all. Second of all, even if it was an accident, let's just say, hypothetically, it was an act- accident. If you were a real human being with a good heart, you'd feel like an asshole, and you'd be like, oh my god, I am so sorry, I didn't mean to. Shh, don't tell anybody, but, ah, <laughs> or something. You know, I mean, I don't expect her to turn herself in, I just don't, but at least have some sort of conscience about it and the fact that she didn't. Oh, if no, I she's was a Felicity, Well, if I was Felicity, uh, right away that would tip my hat off and be like, okay, I should probably not continue to work with you. And I definitely shouldn't sit there and step in front of whatever Oliver is doing just to protect you when I don't even know who I'm protecting. But that's also why people stay in abusive relationships. Like, well, this is a problem. Well, this is a problem. Well, this is a red flag. But there's so many good things about it and we're going to get help from them and we're going to get a way to catch chase. And that's very much, you know, oh, well, I don't like that part of it. But the ends justify the means. Yeah. And that's really the bottom line of this entire episode. Yeah. Is the ends justifying the means, and do they really? And that's sort of the whole thing of the show, and how good for them to use the parallelism that I love so much on this show, because we didn't have any flashbacks. I was just going to say, it just that me. Oh my god, but, you're right. But yeah, like the <laughs> whole story of like the ends justify the means, and the you know ideals of Lila and Felicity are, were sort of the flashback in themselves, and especially when Oliver and Dig talking about their own experiences with this, we didn't need the flashback to bring it back around. Right, yeah. right. I want to take a moment, because I do want to shift gears but before I do I at least want to say hello because we always encourage you guys to participate with us live if you can and if not no big we love you on Facebook and every other social media outlet but I'm going to turn my attention over and just say hello to a few people Uh, I know Ivan Soto who totally oh Iolona spells her name Alina were you trying to say Ali Kona and you spell my name Mm -hmm. way wrong because I'm putting you on blast Ivan Soto because you're here every week Mm -hmm. anyhow Dancer Fruit 2 is back hello great to see you ten hundred billion one zero zeros we have G1 X Rider 13 I believe this is the first time I've seen you in chat so hi Uh, good guy that's a great name hi good guy and we've seen see Ryan Craig is talking well, Nifle. let's talk a little bit about Twitter because Alicia Hello. Perez always throws a gift party in the hashtag on Billy Jean Girl. And I love Super it. Super Mario Nintendo, Shady Bear. Oh, and I'm not going to say So thank that. you, Alicia mm. Perez. Yes, thank you for always sending us fantastic gifts. I like going to spell some, some, some. I don't know. Hi, Ryan Craig, who spelled my name right? Anyway. Good lord. Oh, okay. Mm. Let's you talk know, about I'm just giving Renee. you a hard time. That's exactly where I was going to go because I'm glad that. we did. 
Do you want to segue into Renee or shall I? This was adorable and I love it. I'm questioning the practicality of being a single dad who works days and nights and whose night job is secret and violent and could get him killed. But I'm also kind of liking the idea of uh, daddy has to work late tonight. Uh, You're going to stay with Uncle Quentin for a while. That would be great. Like, this is what I need in my life. I wanted it to be three men and a baby style with (laughs) Renee, um, Curtis, Curtis, and then um, Rory raising the little one all by themselves. I don't want Rory back. I so want Rory back. So cute. Maybe. Maybe. I will say, though, I do like the dynamic between Lance and Renee because obviously they didn't care for each other very much in the very beginning. And as they've gotten to develop with each other, obviously they're two fathers. And so it was cool to see them go down that route and Lance, of course, being the bigger person of the two and just be like, let me make this situation right, like regardless of our past or whatever. And they were getting along anyway. But the point is, and I know that they did this on purpose, Putting the picture of Laurel on the desk with oh, yeah. Dad. That was the point of that yeah. shot. Exactly. Exactly. So I do like the fact that he brought it up and he questioned it. Because when he was asking Renee why I did my homework, you have the ability to see your daughter. Why not? So when he gave the reason why, part of me went, okay, I get it. But at the same time, that's stupid. Sorry, I know I ticked you off. But it's like he also still blames mm. himself for his wife's death, yeah. mind. So that he lost his sense. wife. Mm. His kid was still staying with him, and then he passed out drunk, and his kid got hurt under his right. care. Like, it's again, we're back to the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. It's one thing after another in that situation. Yeah, and two, this to me makes me like Renee a lot more because it shows how unselfish he is. Because while he loves his daughter and he wants to see her, he sees himself as bad for her so he doesn't want to do that but I love that and Jonathan Deming brought this up you know the little Uncle Haas you know and things like that so happy this whole relationship that they build up with them is such a good way of getting Lance sort of uh, you know back with somebody sort of being that father that mentor role that he needs to fill and just opens up a lot of possibilities because too talking about the alcohol abuse who better than to you know understand than Quentin this was such a good like character building moment for both of them and it's such a relationship I almost shed a tear and I don't like feelings oh. guys oh. like when, she, when Zoe hugged him and said she was being a goalie in hockey and that just reminds me of me and my mom and how we love hockey I'm like oh my god this oh. is so sweet oh. well how about yeah. this because I don't want to downplay the severity of the situation and why he's so upset mm-hmm. but I will say I mm-hmm. thought I generally thought and this is so Cliche, but I thought he was going to say the reason he hasn't been around his daughter is because when he looks at his daughter, it reminds him of his wife, and he just can't stand looking at her. So I do like that they didn't go down the typical yeah. route. However, and I'm not a dad, so I can't speak for this. I'm not a man, and I'm also not an alcoholic, though I've been around one. I would think that once he got himself cleaned up, knowing that that's the last way he left his daughter, he would at least want to rectify. Even if it's, I don't think I'm a fit enough father to take care of you. I want to mend our relationship and start to make things right because the way it ended is not how I want you to remember me. Well, guilt doesn't make logical sense. Okay, fair we, enough. We had a lot of acting on emotion in this episode. We had a lot of guilt. We had a lot of passion. We had a lot of desperation. And... None of that ever makes logical sense. It takes a lot to be able to temper your emotions with logical thought. 
And Renee is not a temper emotions kind of person. He, right. He's mm-hmm. called Wild Dog for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Nymph, uh, Nymphlim, 14, if I say Nephilim. it wrong. Nephilim, I'm so sorry. I agree with you 110%. When he said, I hurt her about his daughter, I seriously thought he accidentally hit her. Yeah, that's what I thought is he got, you know, annoyed with something because he's a single father. And, and that is such a human yeah. response. But that's also what I would have thought he would have been like, I need to be away from her. Right. But, yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. But when he started talking about the two, the soup story, I thought he was going to say he threw it at her. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I, that's not me trying to be mean. I just when he said I hurt her, I thought he literally did something and hurt her. It I was, think we all went mm-hmm. there. And I'm very glad that he that did was not. not yes, the case. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. So yeah, that was, that was this was some of the best part. This was the best yeah. part of the episode. Oh, I to would be agree. completely yeah. honest. Yeah. And if you told me at the beginning of the season that Renee would be one of my favorite characters, I'd be like, Are you no. kidding? Yeah, right? Let's not. And now he's just like, oh my god, I love you. You're wonderful. Ah, uh, uh. Sorry, everybody. Anyway, okay, <laughs> that's, um, it's some of it's some it's one of the best dynamics in the show at this point is Renee and Quentin. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. I want to make sure that I haven't left anything. I feel like I talked through everything so quickly because we were busy ranting about Felicity for like the <laughs> longest time ever. Lightly. I think we've hit just about mm-hmm. everything, and I know we want to leave a good chunk of time for predictions. Okay, because mm. I have some fun news and gossip, yeah. so All I'd right. be totally down to just get into it early. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Oh, I guess I oh, threw we're going to do mm-hmm. news and gossip. But that's okay, because I have a video. Maybe they're pulling it up. That's fine. Take you, okay. you guys talked about both things and said, let's oh. do it. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Confusing people. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll go again. What do you want to do? How news and about gossip. <laughs> news and gossip, if you can get it up now. If we're you doing can... it. After Buzz TV news. <laughs> All right. So whichever comes up first. I do believe the video is up mm. first, is it? Okay, so if you haven't seen it already, this is a parody with Kathy Lee and then also with Colton Haynes, and it's called Granny instead of Annie. So check it out. It's hilarious. Oh, sorry, we're having a bit of a... Wait, no, here we go. Coming up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna like it here. Deal with me. Well, blow it out your own wazoo. <laughs> I love how Colton Haynes falls. Yeah. Oh my goodness, oh my so goodness. funny. I just love Kathy Griffin. And Lisa Rinna. Uh, yeah, Lisa Rinna. I yeah. love her. As yeah. Daddy Warp. I'm going to offer a $1 million reward so we can find Ren's parents. Oh, my parents are dead. Oh, let's find Lisa Rinna as Miss Hannigan. We love you, Miss Hannigan. That is Majin Emick's daughter uh, on the far left. Huh. Uh, um, She's on Twin Peaks and Riverdale. I'm like, that's weird that I noticed that. (laughs) I like this. Will you sign? Well, I don't need you. That's fine. So just forget me. The dotted line. Forget my sweetness. Don't whine. Forget you met me. Can't decline. Stay inside of my bed and water. Wine. <laughs> and Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, if you have seen Annie, then this would make sense. If you haven't, then not. Um, okay, so we'll cut that out. But anyways, I found that online and thought that was absolutely hilarious. That was pretty funny. Yeah. 
I used to watch yeah. Annie over and over yeah. again when I was little. All right, so then let's talk about actual news because that was just like fun for fun. <laughs> and then I have some pictures, and that is a screenshot of Stephen Amell's account. I am doing. Oh, is this? It's very far away from me, so forgive oh, yeah. me. But they're it's doing an American Ninja, Ninja Warrior. Yeah, they confirmed a date. They're though. having an all-star season, mm-hmm. and they're bringing in celebrities to do it. And so, you know, some of it's going to be wipeout style antics because there's some people who are not going to do this. But Stephen Amell is going to be on American Ninja Warrior, and I think he can make that course. Oh, absolutely. It's hard. And you know what? Here's the thing, though. If I were Stephen Amell, there'd be a lot of pressure because I'd think in my mind, I'm the arrow. Like the world sees me as the arrow. <laughs> yeah, I got to do up. this. Yeah. yeah, if I do, if I if I fall in the first five seconds. I'm going to be really embarrassed. Yeah, because Supergirl's stunt woman, like, did so well. <laughs> he has to live up to that oh. or better because it's like, dude, you're in the arrow. Yeah, I, right. know, I know she's Supergirl, but come mm. on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's go to our next picture, please. May 25th, oh, it said on NBC. This is from the, he just wrapped shooting the season finale. Yeah. Like, literally just yeah. wrapped it. So there's a picture of that. I don't know what that will lead to in predictions, but he's definitely by water. Maybe returning to the island. Goodbye, island. Who knows? All right, <laughs> next photo, please. Oh, I love this. That was actually That's funny. So I yeah. can't read the caption again, so because it's so far away. But it says something about. Uh, I went it's to a Survivor um, shirt to Lian Yu for five years, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. 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 It's was, a Survivor yeah. T-shirt, yeah. which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love the wig. What I'm intrigued yeah. about is the fact that he has edited out his entire lower body. So I don't know if there's oh, something that we're not supposed to he's see. naked under there. Or that. Yeah. Loincloth? I can handle that. Okay. Or anyways. spoilers. Mm-hmm. Like, really, what can you spoil below your belly button? You'd be surprised. Outside of the obvious. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Okay, let's go to the next photo. Oh, the yeah. confirmation. Yes. He's definitely coming back. And do I have any more pictures? If not, I can Welcome talk. back, Slade. Thank God. Yeah, because I know that uh, both Renee and Black Canary will be series that regulars. That was so my yeah. news. Oh. But also, yeah. Dinah is going yeah. to be a series regular yeah. as well. Juliana Harkavay. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, finally confirmed. she's wonderful, and I love her. Yeah, and I just love Rick Gonzalez as Renee Wild Dog. Yes. So I'm like, yes. I didn't even realize, it didn't dawn on me that they weren't season regulars, because they see them all yeah, the time. Yeah. But that's the same thing that happened with Echo Callum. Yeah. So it's really cool to see that they're now permanent. And then obviously Katie Cassidy, who's coming back. So that should mean some very interesting mm-hmm. things. That's Why? also pretty much a guarantee that they're not going to die this season. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! This season. They will live. <laughs> all right, so let's get into our predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Well, in that little caption, I was going to say capsule, really? In that little caption with Deathstroke, it said something about, and I read an article too, and it was talking about Oliver calling on his frenemies to take Mm -hmm. on Chase, so I'm assuming he's going to get Deathstroke to help him for this, but I'm wondering who else, because obviously, uh, not Black Canary, what is she now, the Siren? Black Siren. Siren. There we go. Siren's going to come back. I don't know if she's just going to be one random separate entity. Or also, too, with the whole Colton Haynes thing. He's coming yeah. back for a few episodes. His hologram? Well, so, and we're like, sneaking towards the end of the season. We have 24 episodes? Somewhere in there. It's hmm. usually anywhere from 22 to 24. Uh, so not many, because this was 19. Yeah. Yeah. 
But either way, I would like to see. It'd be interesting to see. And the fact that they have to join so many forces to take down this one individual is pretty bananas to me. Yeah, because I know that John Barman will be back for the finale. But, oh, nice. I mean, there was stuff about, you know, it's Malcolm, so you don't know if he's going to be on Oliver's side or not. Because he's always a wild card. Right. He's chaotic evil. And he's... Oh. I love him. This and we nice. we definitely need to talk about the misleading montages that they always leave for us at the end of the episode. And like, next time on Arrow. Not that this one will be that misleading. But you know, sometimes it's spliced a certain way to where it oh, looks yeah. like this person is yelling at this person. And then you see the episode mm-hmm. and they're not even, the two scenes aren't even related. Yeah, no, they're like um, 25 no. minutes apart. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, but it looks like somehow Adrian Chase has gotten into the Arrow Cave and set some bombs and... What I love is that EMPs have just become this little science fiction thing where you can totally set off a localized EMP all on its own. It's fine. Currently, EMPs are created as the result of nuclear explosions. So I I love fantasy science and I love comic science because little localized EMPs, that's how we live our lives. Yeah, that's why I think Helix is involved with Chase. Because to me, Adrian Chase is very smart and very sexy, and I can go on and on about how awesome he is. But I don't think that he's necessarily this techno-savvy, and I think that there's a reason you never saw the guy in the hood uh, with Helix. I don't think that was particularly Adrian. I think it's somebody else evil, but... We'll see. So he's very practical smart, but he's not extremely technology smart. I'm going to be unapologetically girly and romantic (laughs) right now and just say that when Oliver was knocked the fluff out and you see Felicity grabbing his cheek Mm -hmm. meat and just being like, Oliver, Mm, come back. Just like that. Mm. There's going to be like a, someone's totally going to replay that and put that in a gift. Please don't do that. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, (laughs) but... (laughs) what's gonna happen is I feel like she's gonna you know you don't realize you miss something or you love something till it's gone and they had that whole conversation in her apartment there was a moment I could have made that moment up but regardless Mm -hmm. I feel like that is gonna be for her her moment to be like wait no I need you come back no I need you I really need you and I don't know. I don't know if at this time around, I don't know if Oliver is actually going to forgive Felicity. Like, the shoe is going to be on the other foot this time. So oh, he we will. do have Cullen Prime in the chat saying, you know, don't forget they're also dealing with Talia. So it might oh, have been Talia her. that said it. And we have Billie Jean Girl asking what happened with Vigilante, where mm. I'm expecting him to disappear yeah. until next season. I'm expecting him to be a loose end for this season. Maybe he'll show up for the finale. Maybe he won't. Who knows? But I'm expecting him to pick up next season. Yeah. Like, I I don't expect him to go down this season. It's too late. We haven't done enough with him recently to be able to really be like, by the way, Vigilante was this person. Tied up that loose end. Right. Mm -hmm. Really quick, this is completely off topic, but I'm glad that Billie Jean Girl brought it up. She said, it really bugs me that Lance never mentions Sarah or has pictures of her. Because she was his best daughter, let's face it. I mean, Aww. she is captain of That's the wave it, you rider. can leave. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. But regardless, isn't she still considered alive? It's yeah, yeah, she's yeah. alive. She's, she's captain alive. of the wave rider. So she yeah, was straight so up brought back yeah. to life. Okay, I mean, I, he lost her. Yeah. He's had more daughters' deaths than he's had and daughters. daughters. Right. Yeah. Which is really yeah. messed up. Yeah. But nonetheless... He's lost her twice, but she is still alive at right, this point. Versus and Sarah so there's Buffy. less grieving. But he still yeah. could have a picture or two. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, anyway. The point of it was to focus in on the picture with Laurel because of the topic yeah. of the conversation. Yeah. Well, yeah. and two, Laurel also had a problem with um, pills and stuff, so it was a good parallel to that issue with Renee and him and in. So I thought that that made sense to show Laurel for a lot of reasons. Right. Um, but yeah, seriously, Sarah was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forgot about the pill thing. Glad you brought that up. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> so I feel like we we got through everything pretty quickly. We got our news. We got our gossip. We got our predictions. Yeah. So what's the boys that slow us down then? Exactly. Basically. <laughs> basically. Now that we've established that. Yeah. <laughs> boys we, are slow. Have we though? We just shady all of a sudden. Yeah. So there's there's a ton of different ways that this could go, but it looks like next week is a bottle episode all pretty much in the same area, all the plot, all the action happening in one place. And I'm down with that. Doctor Who's done some pretty good bottle episodes, and I'm expecting the same from Arrow. Maybe less running, but the same. Well, alrighty, folks. I want to take a moment to just say thank you again for those of you guys who participated in our chat. Uh, If we didn't get to you enough, I apologize, but we did try to take our time and do that as well. And if you get a chance, be sure to follow all of us on social media, because we love talking to you guys. I am at Boys We Sign Out. We have a new iTunes review. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Well, you you can iTunes review away. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who has rated and commented and subscribed on iTunes. Thank you so much. You are the reason that we get to stay on the air as an after show. Because when you go to iTunes, when you subscribe to the podcast, when you rate us five stars, when you leave us those reviews, our producers do check our reviews and our ratings and they see, oh, people like this show. We should keep it. And also, if you give us higher ratings, we show up higher in the uh, search results in the iTunes store. So if someone searches for Arrow, they're more likely to find us. We bring in more readers. We add to the wonderful chat. Y'all are wonderful human beings, and you are helping with that. And as a thank you, we read the reviews on the air because we love you guys and want to give you a shout out. (laughs) So this is Love It from Shelby Hall 14. This is one of my favorite After Buzz shows. I love all the comic book knowledge that gives background to Oliver and to see the differences. Always fun. Thank you for all that you guys do. Well, Lex, I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, since that's how he lives is these five-star reviews, it guys. It really yeah. super is. So thank you so much for that. The best thing you can do to help us out is go into iTunes, uh, search After Buzz Arrow, uh, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. If you leave comments that are not in the American iTunes store or that are in the uh, podcast feature of Google Play, those are harder for us to find because there are a lot of iTunes <laughs> stores. So please screen cap them and put them in the Twitter hashtag. That is ABTV Arrow. We love those. We read those. Y'all are wonderful. All right, so I'm going to turn it to the front. As y'all know, I like to end the show with all of us in your site. But as I was saying before, be sure to follow us. I'm at boysandbeauty01. Also, find me on Instagram at yours truly, Ali Kona, with a little underscore in between each word. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me all over the social medias and on YouTube at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Samurai Jack is going strong Sundays at 8. Attack on Titan is going strong Mondays at 8. Tuesdays next week is the season finale for Iron Fist and the season premiere of Robots in Disguise. That's at 6 and 7 p.m. Pacific. We're back here. It's been forever. Yay! On Wednesdays. And Fridays, I am a regular on Geek and Sundry's Gather Your Party, twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. That's 7 p.m. Pacific. And my birthday's coming up, so if you want to spoil me, check out my Twitter. Hey. Hey. Hey! Go for it. 
Did you? Right. She did. Yep. Okay, see, that's how much I pay attention. I'm an awesome lead host. Okay, so we love you too. I was if it's your birthday, happy birthday. If it's that's another not for holiday, a couple weeks. I, I'm talking to our viewers. Oh, well, you lovely human beings Excuse out there. Me, don't take their birthday wishes. Happy birthday, happy Kwanzaa, happy Christmas, happy whatever day it is that you're watching our podcast. No big deal. Happy Sunday, happy Friday, happy Monday. We'll see you next week on Wednesday. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 